Hello and welcome to the Yas Talks. My name is Yasin and you are listening to the podcast where we explore the creative patterns and learn how it can improve our lives and help us to find our purpose. I grew up in arts from car designing to music making and recently got into film production. So I want to share with you my story and hope that will help you as well find your purpose through art and creative patterns. So in today's video, as it's the first episode of the series that we will be working on, uh, I will be happy to share with you my story, how I started uh, car designing by the age of 10, how music had positively impacted me as a teenager, and what led me to become a filmmaker. So we'll be wrapping up the session with tips on how to leverage creative thinking and art to overcome negative thinking and the challenging situation uh, that we are living here today uh, as a world and finally starting your journey on fighting your soul and your purpose. So enjoy the show. There is a saying that creativity is born in challenging times and uncertainty and the unknown lead us to change and adapt. So I cannot agree more on that. It's my, in fact, it's my current situation. Um, here I am, it's April 11, 2020, and I finally decided to invest myself in a complete new skill, which is the podcasting. So over the last 18 months, my ambition was to create um, positive impact through the social media. So I didn't grow up in these platforms. In fact, uh, I did create my social uh, profiles like uh, four years ago. And uh, throughout the years, what I've been doing is to discover the platforms, find the influencers and persons that helped me or are inspiring me to do the things that I'm doing today and help me to learn something that is very new to myself. So it's been a good discovery as everything that I become right now. I mean, the person that, I'm, that I am today is due to this social influence and through it, it happened through internet. If, if it wasn't here, uh, I would never I mean learn all the stuff that I'm I learned so far. So social media has a great add-on in my life and my ambition was to give back to the community and uh, share or provide the same value as the people that have inspired me and helped me to go through my journey. Um, but there was a challenge for myself uh, because I am kind of uh, an overthinking, uh, natural overthinker, if we can call it this way. So I am a natural overthinker. So I've been struggling to define the type of the message that I want to share with people because first I am focusing on multiple things and you will be learning about this through my life. I, I'm kind of a uh, person that can be interested with multiple things. So that's the number one. And the second thing is I was finding or trying to reach the perfection before we start. And that was my problem, to be honest, that it, it, it has like 80% of share in the situation that the perfection that I was looking for 
before I start. So I was overthinking the production of the content. I mean, the type of gears that I would be using, um, the location, the uh, the multiple things that I wanted to do before to put out the world um, outside. So that and for sure, I think it's the case for multiple people is by the end, we try to compare ourselves with the existing influence in the social media and we try to replicate. But this is what I learned. I mean, we don't, didn't see, I mean, the progress of these persons when they just started. So we didn't see the first steps, the baby steps that, that they have been through before they become the the persons that they are today. So we just compare ourselves to the level 10 where they are right now, but we don't compare ourselves as we are just beginning and compare our, their starting as well and the situation where they were before they have reached you know, the level that they are uh, right now. So for me, that was a good learning. Um, so I finally have a vision and I just set clear expectations for what I want to achieve as content creator. So before I start talking about content creation and the ambition of this podcast, so just to give you, I mean, kind of context of the, the, the challenge that I had so far. So three weeks ago, I just celebrated my 29th birthday and I made co- like a commitment with myself that this year, man, you'll be going all in your social media. So I wanted to bring as much as value possible to you. Uh, through photography, through graphic design, podcasting, and filmmaking. So I just decided, okay, let's go crazy. Let's try everything. And to be honest, the prod- the procrastination and the overthinking mode, again, just caught me like the t- last two weeks. So what I did, um, I went through the social and I've been, you know, trying to find like uh, some content that will cheer me up. I mean, to help me to go again into the offense mode and make it finally that content. And I found like a video of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm sure that everyone knows the guy, so he doesn't need any introduction. And there was like a video just literally telling to anyone who wants to build his personal brand and bring value to people, is just to take his phone that I'm using right now and just record yourself. I mean, no one has the excuse today to go and uh, do podcasts, especially that we have all that free time to go all in and share our story. And to be honest, this was something that is that that resonates to myself because I spent literally 12 months um, debating with myself if you know, a camera of $3,000 is worth of the money, uh, if, if it is worth of the message that I want to share. If, uh, you know, a $1,600 uh, audio gear is worth the, the content that I would be po- like producing right now in the podcast and all that stuff. So it was the financial part and as well, I mean, our, my commitment to go all in and uh, if I have the energy to go, into the content creation. Um, So that was a debate for myself. And there was like this comparison that was so true. And uh, it just 
pushed me, you know, just go ahead and start. Like, imagine yourself, you want to learn a sport. I mean, let's, uh, let's talk about tennis players. If you want to learn tennis and you just bought, you know, a racket of, I don't know, $800, you are wearing a Nike suit. I mean, just short and bands and all that stuff. Costs, costs you like, I don't know, 400 with the sneakers. I mean, all this stuff. It's about $1,200 investment. And you are not able to reply back with a swing, you know, to, to the other persons. So that was, you know, literally um, reason and, you know, justification that we don't need to spend that amount of money when it comes to sharing a story in social I mean, we can just use the gears that we have so far. And it really made sense to myself because I'm into sports. And for me, that was, you know, that, that's something that I experienced. I mean, to, to learn how to surf. Um, it, I didn't need, you know, a surfboard that, we, that costs uh, like $1,000. I just bought a, a, a board literally with $70 um, here in Morocco. So I just will be talking about this uh, later. So just crossing the lines, you know, we, we are just learning here. We are just trying to structure here story, but you got it. I mean, this video just caught me and, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, for me, it was like a sign just to go ahead, take the opportunity, take um, or leverage, I mean, the free time and uh, the opportunity right now uh, to connect with people and uh, create, I mean, we, we need to, we have to give ourselves, I mean, the opportunity to try and to see if that will be something that will be helping people and or not. I mean, we, we need to try. We cannot just figure it out by reading an article or, you know, just by guessing. Yeah, we need to execute to see. So you will be asking me why podcasting, why especially podcasting? That is something that I want to try right now. So for me, it was for a couple of reasons. Um, I'm currently working as a project manager in a high computing tech company um, that is acting globally. And my job for the last year was to design and deliver trainings for sales makers globally and help them to get onboarded into a transition that, the, that was decided by the company. And due to the complexity of the organization, the, where people are located, and it will be hard to gather everyone in one physical location. So the challenge and my mission was to create a training content that will be delivered remotely. And I had to think, think about, uh, you know, outside of the box and create something that will be very entertaining you know that will simplify the transition because it was very something very complicated uh, so my job was to create something that uh, that is entertaining and as well bringing the value and helping the project that we are working on so i had the you know this opportunity to, to try um to deliver like weekly sessions where we had like the audience logging in ask live questions as i said it was remote um, so it was kind of just an audio. I mean, uh, there was no visual, there was no video conferencing. I mean, it, well, it was very an audio deliverable um, where I was talking about specific topics and I was delivering um, and 
like specific topics i mean answering questions um trying to support the change i mean it was like a big part of it the change management um because we are doing a, a big like transition or globally so yeah that that was the challenge i mean and it was going through just audio i mean there was no um physical contact there was no um eye contact or through video and i said or all the elements or the body language and all the elements that will help you to deliver the message so it was only by the audio by the tone by the pace of the message that we'll be delivering by entertaining as we are going through sessions that will take two hours um, straight no breaks and when i was delivering these these sessions i was thinking man is similar to the podcasting and the live streaming and for me this idea was kept going in my mind and as i was getting more positive feedbacks from the audience like just after the trainings i said man because people right now love this and they are still tuning in and keeping joining the content and they still extract you know value and for me it was kind of a second sign that this is an opportunity, man. You, maybe you have the skill set to start like similar, um, similar uh, thing through the podcasting, through um, something you can deploy in your social media, and then you can uh, that will help you to deliver your message to the audience that you want to build. So that's what pushed me, you know, to think twice and uh, to consider podcasting in my plan. And that's why right now I'm finally doing it. And to be honest, I love it. I love to to talk. And I don't know, people, maybe I am crazy, but uh, just I, I will tell you this and you let me know if, if it's uh, similar to people, to many ones. So what happens sometimes when I am alone and I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm a natural overthinker. So there are a couple of scenarios that are going into my mind and I'm trying to, to think about a solution and sometimes I find it, but I need to speak it out. And when I'm getting out of the office and, uh, you know, driving home or going to the gym. So sometimes I find myself and especially when I'm alone, and I find myself just talking to myself, you know, loudly, not in my brain. I'm just I'm speaking to myself. I'm sharing. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about that. And sometimes just by talking, I find the resolution of an issue that I had. And sometimes I just go ahead. Oh, OK, let me record this. And I go back and record it and I can review it the, the next day. So I'm just pulling maybe a deck and I present a deck that was, you know, that I was thinking about it through, you know, through through the day. So just the the part of speaking to myself helped me to get the ideas out my out of my brain. And it's kind of similar, you know, to the content that I wanted to create. So that's the second reason why I wanted to consider consider as well the you know the the podcasting and the audio uh, deliverable. And the last part is um, I love you know uh, I will be talking about this later, but 
I'm a filmmaker, so big part of my passions is to make videos. So that's why I am doing as well the live streaming or this version of, you know, the camera pointing out uh, to myself. And to be honest, I'm not used to this kind of, uh, you know, video because uh, I am very, you know, uh, it's easy to myself to direct, you know, films when I am pointing the camera to the, you know, to the subject, you know, to the framing. I'm working on the frame in the editing and all that. But, you know, once I am pointing out the camera on my face, you know, it just changed, you know, the situation. I'm just, okay, come on, well, what, I should, what should I be doing here? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny right now when I'm, you know, doing it and uh, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's a great learning, I mean. And it's, uh, it's part of what I said in the beginning. I mean, in the uncertainty and the unknown, um, you know, the creativity is born. And it's totally true because we push ourselves to, to change. I mean, if we keep being resilient to a change, that will not, not help us because it just, you know, keep us away uh, from an opportunity to thrive and to succeed. So a big part of my life is being able to adapt uh, very easily or quickly um, into changing situations. So I was never like overthinking, I mean, the change, but as I grew up, um, that was something that was not easy, I mean, as previously, but, you know, I just kept it as a priority. I mean, when there is a change, where is, there is a situation that we need to adapt, I just pushed myself. I mean, I worked hardly on that just to go over it and uh, see the brightest side of it. So for me, that's what is happening through, you know, the Corona uh, thing. And uh, I'm trying to see the brightest side of it. It's uh, for me like uh, a great learning as I'm right now trying something, I'm investing myself into something I've been struggling with um, over the 18, uh, the last 18 months. And, you know, it's the learning phase. So without this situation, I mean, without this forced um, home staying, um, I would never had this opportunity as, you know, my job is kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hardcore. I mean, we can work, I'm working like 16 hours a day, nonstop. And sometimes I pull myself back. Um, I'm, I'm pushing myself to, to, to do this. And, you know, with the, with this Corona thing and um, spending more time at home and, uh, you know, it, it was for me like a, a non-question, I mean, to, to think about something else not just about the work and it's kind of my um, how we can my, my getaway I mean from from the daily stress of work and you know sit down here and express myself I mean sharing um, through these sharing sessions I mean and uh, you know keep my think uh, keep myself um, uh, creatively thinking you know and uh, do something that we really love, which is sharing, I mean, and, uh, you know, engaging people that I am enjoying through my professional career, and I want to do the same here um, in my personal life. So, yeah, that's why um, I'm considering the podcast that I'm doing it here um, at the first place, 
before anything else. So there is something that I want to talk about is uh, my source of insp inspiration um, the last three years. And it was famous content producer, and especially during the last 12 months that are helping me shape my way of communication. And they are as follow. Peter McKinnon, Casey Neistat from the film production, Gary Vaynerchuk for the social media um, expertise and uh, you know the communication style and uh, also the branding. This is the branding for me and uh, you know social media expertise was a big learning and the major uh, skill set for the last 12 months because I was doing this for companies that I was working with on a freelance and now I'm doing this for myself and to to learn this and to apply the the principles of branding through social media so yeah that's for me something that I'm uh, really into Rich Roll, Matt Devea, Sorella more for you know um, ways to improve our lives um, our mental health and um, adding Tom Bilieu and these people helped me to you know to to shift my mindset and shift my uh, lifestyle to a more minimalist life to a disconnected uh, from you know from the trends and you know to prioritize prioritize the health and you know the self care. Um, over money and you know success you know business success so for me these are my mentors I mean don't get me wrong um, I don't have any direct contact with these people but I literally daily consume their contents and as they are very valuable to me they are helping me to resolve my own issues sometimes when I am struggling with a situation, it can be just this piece of content that will help me to overcome this situation. So that's why they are and they will be my mentors through, through my life. And that's why I really encourage people into following the same, the same step. I mean, um, you don't need, I mean, the the mentorship, you know, the the trend that we are seeing right now. I mean, uh, people just selling books and selling, not selling books, but people that are uh, literally um, influencing you to subscribe to a mentorship. I mean, mentorship can be through a video. Mentorship can be through a book that you buy and that will help you. Uh, through your uh, journey. It can be, um, I don't know, it can be a one-on-one -on -one session or a question that you just ask this person and you, you get this uh, information. So mentorship, yes, it's a, it's a good thing, but there is a piece that we need to add uh, to it, which is the practice and the execution. And that's for me something that it literally uh, teaching myself every day and in every uh, new thing that I'll be learning is it's not just about the learning, it's not just about the information, but it's more about the practice and the execution. And that's what is leading me to who am I and to the part where I want to share with you my story. So I grew up as an average kid. Um, I wasn't into sports. I was kind of, you know, um, like 
quite kid. I mean, um, I, I didn't, learn, you know, spend uh, time doing uh, sports and doing the, you know, the normal stuff that people that the kids were doing. Uh, I was kind of a different and unique uh, in terms of, you know, I'm just trying to remember how how I was as a kid, and the, it's funny because there was something that I was very passionate about, and it was drawing. It wasn't drawing faces. It wasn't, you know, drawing animals or landscapes. It was drawing cars. So my parents have noticed my skills and helped me with this, um, with this passion, by um, you know giving me uh, the car magazines and bike magazines, which helped me to design more um, by seeing these beautiful sports cars. So I started doing by the age of uh, 10, if I remember well. Yeah, it was by the age of 10. I was um, designing the side view of sports cars. And I've been working on that for literally five to seven years. So through this period where it was 100% self-learning. So I didn't go into school to learn about the design. I've been the you know, to have it uh, 100%, uh, you know, uh, G, I don't, I don't have the term, but, you know, uh, symmetric, to have the design symmetric, but I was learning it by myself. I mean, there were, there was no course online talking about the, the car sketching, uh, but I just learned it about myself and I kept, you know, working. So, over the years, I've designed a couple, it's literally about 60 cars. So I've been taking, uh, you know, just average models that were trending on the year, and I've just created and designed the sport version of it. And uh, by a moment, I start learning about the 3D software. So I was creating the 3D version of this car sketch. And I was very happy about it. I mean, I was literally so happy and I just wanted to take it to the next level and make it as a career. But as soon as I discovered uh, or learned about the, you know, the expense of going on college uh, abroad in France, I'm living in Morocco, it was very expensive and it, it was out of, uh, you know, question. I mean, my, my parents couldn't afford it. And by this time, I mean, as a kid, you cannot work until you get to an age, I mean, over 18. So, and even for 18, I mean, there was no, uh, I mean, opportunity for without experience. So it was, it was kind of hard to, you know, to work, to do it by yourself. I mean, and, you know, save money, that amount of money and go abroad to learn. So at a certain time, I mean, I just said, okay, maybe I just give up on this. Uh, just leave it as a passion. Um, I cannot turn it as, a, you know, as a, as a career. So that's okay. So that moment for me was a kind of a hit because I was really, um, you know, investing really in this passion. I, I, it was something that uh, I found myself in it, and once I just gave up on it um i wanted to find something else that will be fulfilling me as car designing and that was leading me to the second um you know art 
platform where I found myself, which was uh, music, and especially dancing. It, it started by dancing, that it was, then it was the music. So it was when I was 16, um, I started, you know, practicing dance. I mean, break dancing, pop, uh, cramp, uh, I was learning all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I was flexible. I had, the, you know, the energy. Right now, if you want, if you tell me, just do a move, you know, something I was just like, you know, breaking, you know, it's just like, I didn't dance since I was 17. Now it's kind of, 12 years of non-practice of dancing so it's it's kind of stupid but uh that was something that i was very good at it when i was uh, 15 to 17 so i was uh, into electronic music and electronic dancing so that was my my hype at th that moment so i really loved it and uh step by step i start getting interested uh, by the music especially the DJ in part. So I wanted to, I was inspired by this time, by Tiesto, by, uh, you know, by electronic, especially by Tiesto, by David Guerra, by David Vendetta. And so I can just list you like uh, all the artists that I loved by this time. And I wanted to do the same because I saw them in, you know, the stage and, you know, people loving them and, you know, moving and enjoying their music. And I wanted to have the same impact because I was feeling very good when I hear the music of that DJ and I wanted to provide the same. So um, I started learning DJing and I wanted to, you know, yeah, I started learning the DJing. And my ambition was to become one of the DJs known in the world. So I just started practicing. I didn't have the, you know, the, the tables and, you know, the, the mixing gear, but I was learning and practicing virtually on softwares. So I started creating like, a, like sessions, you know, mixing sessions I was uh, doing. Uh, I remember when I was 18, I participated into a DJ competition. Um, I wasn't, you know, um, I didn't reach reach the top, but at least, you know, I gave it a try. Um, I wanted to, like, I went do a couple of, uh, you know, side works. I want to make events because uh, my my goal was to make enough money to to buy the mixing gear so I can practice and improve my level. Um, but it was kind of you know just uh, not easy because first it was expensive and second i started working on uh, you know on a freelance that was not easy as well which was uh, the nightlife you know making you know organizing events without experience especially in casablanca that was like uh, you know reserved or restricted you know platform unfortunately so it wasn't not easy you know just to break in and be part of that community so you know at a certain moment again i just said okay you know what um, i will just drop these you know ambitious dreams and maybe i just start over and start from the ground and just go ahead and learn make money and then i can go back and invest in these passions so 
I was in college by this time. I mean, my third year, it was like an IT learning. So, I mean, by by the second year, I I realized okay, that's uh, that's not for me. That's not uh, the that's not aligned with what I like. I don't really, uh, I don't want to spend more money on this or just drop and, you know, start working. So that's what I did. So from the age of 20 to the age of 24, to tra- no, uh, to 22. Yeah. So it was two years where I went from company A to company B to company C. Um, I just started working on call centers you know just started you know making enough money with with my skills with you know with the languages that I was uh, the, that I was speaking I mean I was very ambitious kid and you know the hiring persons I mean they noticed this and they just got me in okay you you can work and they were happy with the results so it was something good for them as well and that decision i mean to go from a companies you know cross companies uh, keep learning uh, and practicing in the field and learning by practicing was something that helped me to you know to shape the person and the career that i'm having today as a project manager so fast forward uh, we are talking about nine years into a corporate world and I'm very happy, very great, grateful what I achieved so far with the, the literal of, uh, not the literal of uh, study, but it was more on the, it was more into, you know, what I tried to learn by practicing, as I said. So after this experience, I mean, by uh, 2014, um, you know, this, this, need or this desire i mean of practicing something to find something that will you know fulfill me um as a creative uh, and as the ambition ki- ambitious kid that is living in my side i wanted to find something that is different and that will get me this fulfillment so i kept searching and searching and you know, as I was the active person, I was very, very active by, by this time and still active person. I got into the decision to start an extreme sport. And, you know, I just wanted to find an extreme sport that will help me to, you know, to, to challenge myself, you know, to, to gain that, um, you know, challenging situation. And for me, by this time, it was surfing. So literally, I I was following Kelly Slater, and you know, as I saw, you know, a couple of videos of him, you know, surfing, and I'll say, I want to have the same experience. I want to ride a wave like he does. I want to have the same, you know, perspective into a barrel. So I want to have the same experience. So I decided, okay, this is the sport that I will be doing. It's surfing. And literally, I went this next day, just the next day, I went went to a surf school in, you know, in Casablanca, and I, you know, registered to uh, a single session. I was very scared by, by the first time. It was super funny, like, it wasn't like easy for me because uh, I wasn't that good with the swimming. 
but it was something that I just wanted to to go ahead and give it a try. I mean, even if it doesn't work, uh, the, my only concern was I don't want to die <laughs> inside, you know. I don't want to get drawn or something. So uh, that was the scariest part of me is just to go ahead. It, won't, it will not be happening because you are just uh, learning into a side. It's, it's the white water. You will not die uh, there. So just go ahead. So it caught me uh, after, you know, after the first session. So I just kept going on and on and on. And, you know, we are talking right now about uh, five years of surfing. So I went from a complete beginner to, I can say, um, I'm not pre-intermediate. It's pre-intermediate. So um, my level uh, has, uh, you know, yeah, I, I progress into surfing i'm not that good uh, because uh, surfing is a very 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 complex sport and it needs uh like regular and uh, you know consistent practice and uh, due to my work and where i live uh, it's kind of a challenge so it's kind of my priority right now and it it is my priority and my way to get the relief and manage my anxiety and manage better my stress. So it was my way to kind of um, liberate this anxiety that I had and the stress that I had, and uh, you know the 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 fatigue through through my career. And it was like a way for me to express uh, myself again to express press and discover and try to find my soul that I've lost into the beginning of my corporate career. And the reason why I wanted to talk about my surfing is because of FIT um, in 2000, yeah, 2016. I wanted to film my progress. I wanted to because uh, I started surfing by myself and, you know, I wanted to to monitor myself. I want to see how I'm progressing, how I, how I look like when I, you know, just uh, pop up on the surfboard. So I bought a GoPro and I didn't know anything about a GoPro by this time. So I started learning and start doing some research on YouTube and this is where I found a guy called uh, Peter McKinnon and shout out to you man because due to your advice I started my career as a filmmaker and due to you I discovered someone like Casey Neistat and the rest of the filmmakers known in the platform. So um, I found this uh, video of uh, how you can edit and record videos on GoPro and I started practicing and it was basically making videos of myself surfing and you know someday I filmed video you know I was yelling you know in the surfboard because I was enjoying you know the surf I was enjoying a wave and I oh, you know what I will be posting it in social let's see the, the if people will love it and you, you know what happened people loved it and people you know did realize that I'm that I'm into surfing and they kept telling me you know you have to make more you have to make more it's funny it's nice it's, we love it 
And then I start realizing, discovering that I can be doing this more and more. This is super good. I mean, I love the, the feedback get, getting from people. So three months later, not three months, sorry. Uh, it was when I did realize the first video, it was in March 2016. So, um, August 2016, I went into a trip to south of Morocco, uh, south of Morocco for people who doesn't know, um, it's the, the, the Mecca of surfing. Uh, this is where everything uh, happened in Morocco. If you are, if you are into surfing, this is the place that you have to, um, you know, to visit and spend time in. So I went there, uh, improved my surfing. It was literally three weeks in the south, and uh, we were having fun with the GoPro and the gears that I brought with me. It was a camera, you know, that we just served, recorded, you know, it's, it was kind of daily vlog, you know, just something that, uh, that wasn't serious. I mean, I didn't post it even in my social. It was just for myself. And January 2017, it was the time that I wanted to take it seriously and start doing, you know, this on full time. I mean, I wanted to make more videos on YouTube. And I said, if you want to do things correctly, you need to invest in gears and let's do it. But because I, I've learned the basics, I've been practicing with the GoPro, I've been practicing, practicing with uh, a standard camera. I didn't like, you know, shooting on my phone that I'm doing right now. And uh, so I bought this camera. It was a Canon, Canon 70D. Um, it's my only camera, my semi-professional camera that I bought so far. And once I bought it, it was, you know, the total change for myself because due to this decision, um, I've been known here locally as the filmmaker slash photographer slash wedding photographer, wedding filmmaker, corporates, after movies, and you know, you, you got it. I mean, I've just start, started doing some freelance jobs and, and it was because of a single video that I put into my social, which was my trip into the south of surfing. And people loved it, loved the edit, loved the, you know, the style, loved the framing. And it was, you know, just an average video. It wasn't something crazy, but people loved it. And it kept generating me like more and more, um, you know, projects, freelance jobs that I've been working in, working on, sorry. And uh, yeah, really appreciate it, really loved it. Uh, I found again my, my purpose. I found again the creative uh, um thing that I was looking uh, for uh, after the car designing, after music making. So I was really into a mode that, that was enjoying. But there, there was this missing, you know, I think when you get into um, a level in, in your career where you don't want to switch, I mean, sometimes you have to, you have to take a decision, either you, because you cannot keep doing two things uh, by the same time. And as I'm enjoying my career right now, my corporate career, so I just let go. I mean, the, the side hustle, uh, because for, for me, I mean, the financial part, it wasn't that important um, because 
and don't don't get me wrong it was very helpful it helped me to you know to cover a couple of uh, expenses i mean to go and clear some debt but it wasn't like my focus um, it wasn't that successful i mean it wasn't the same income or the same amount that i'm making in my uh, you know in my career so it wasn't like a real thing it was a kind of funny thing i mean it's it's um, you know it's 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 something fun that I'm doing. So I just let it go and I focused on my career. Um, I kept working out, I kept surfing, I kept making side uh, videos here and there. Um, I've been doing some stuff like specific to social media, nothing serious when I have this, uh, this desire now to do something creative, I just go ahead and do it. But this is where everything, um, switched it's when uh, I think yeah uh, December 2019 is when I decided to go all in and I just wanted to take that leap even if it's not a priority to myself I just wanted to see if this is my purpose and to see where it can lead me because you know when you see an opportunity in life you don't miss it just go after it and if you find that it's not something for you, then you let go. You you'll not be worrying about the time that you just spent, but it, because it's a great experience, it's it's a learning. And as we are young, we need to keep learning. And even if you are more than you know 35, 40, no one uh, stop learning. And for me, these opportunities are great learning, and I really want to go after it. So for me, building or learning about personal brand and, you know, applying to myself instead of doing it to brands, to, to companies, to, you know, to, um, you know, people, to doctors, blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to do it to myself. I mean, just why I am not doing it for myself. And it's coming back to the beginning where I told you I've been struggling with the micro content that I want to create. What is the value? What is my message? Um, I'm kind of people that uh, the person that doesn't want to to share her life. I mean, your intimacy maybe to your family. You know, I didn't want to open that much. I'm kind of you want you want to want to keep my privacy. And this is where I struggled. I didn't, you know, know how to do the split between, you know, this is personal and this is what I want to share and how to be in control, you know, and not be pushed by the viewer. So there was kind of a, you know, challenge um, in this area because I didn't know how to do it. And, you know, just I was, okay, let me avoid it. I don't want to go into this path, but, here we go. We are just starting over. We are just get, or giving it, um, you know, a chance to see the outcome. Um, I don't want to decide, um, in, you know, in the place of the market. I just want to let the market tell me if I am good into it. So I am putting the time and the energy to learn the skill. I mean, the podcasting so far, and we just recorded man it's 47 minutes which is super crazy i've been 
talking like for 47 minutes and still having you know a lot of things that I want to share with you so that's something that I really enjoying for right now and you know I, I think we will not be stopping here it's kind of thing that, that will be going on and on and on and as we are learning this new thing i mean using the gear that i have so far um i just you know i'm not using the camera because it just crashed it's not working so the only gear that i have right now is this headset this phone my laptop and there we go and a lot of time i mean to keep interacting to keep connecting um and you know sharing more uh, you know, value and share more moments together here through this, uh, you know, through this situation. So we have enough time to to talk. And I just want to wrap this session by um, some tips, some things that I learned on how we can leverage the creative thinking and art to overcome, you know, negative thinking and, you know, start your journey of finding your soul. So finding your soul is very important for a couple of reasons. One, you will be having like a purpose. You know, you have a goal. You have something that you want to go towards over. I mean, by, uh, you know, a timer, you know, some somehow or somewhere you'll be finding that money is not everything. Success is not everything. Buying things or investing is not everything you'll be always finding a gap. And this gap is the thing that is related to finding your purpose and the thing that really matters to you. And it comes into one single shape. It's not something that you'll be learning about it. It's not something that you'll be reading an article and it will be helping you. It's only by you know, practicing over and over. So by trying things, trying, you know, some, something new, you know, it can be going from cooking to surfing to maybe to martial arts, to photography, to, I don't know, to design, to architecture, to teaching. If it will be happening, it's by this only way is just keep looking after your purpose by trying more and more and more and more. There was... Uh, highly ranked and uh, really grateful for that message. Uh, it was a senior, you know, leader into our company, and uh, we had a leadership session, you know, and sharing knowledge and all that. So my question was, if you are 25 years old and you want to be a manager, and you know, the the question was like this. I mean, if you want to grow on your career and you don't know where you want to succeed, what will be the step? I mean, how to find the right career for yourself? So she asked me, you still have you know 35 years or 35 years, you know, to discover that. So just keep going on and on and keep, you know, learning and trying. So it will be only by trying that you'll be finding either you like it or you don't like it. So it was a, a great advice because it's it's basically it is it is hundred percent true. There is no other way, um, you know, by uh, other than practicing, you know, and find it by yourself. It can be working for pers- person A, but it it's 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 not. Um, 100% uh, 
applicable to you. Maybe you are into, I don't know, into the anal analytics and the other person into the management, the other person into more, you know, the leadership because it's very energetic person. You can be more into support because you have this collaborative uh, DNA that you love uh, supporting people. So it's up to you, I mean, to find your purpose, to find your skills, to uh, learn about yourself more and more. And that's what I want to share with you uh, into these uh, sessions in, is how to find yourself, how to learn about yourself and how you can double and triple on your strengths and let go, you know, the, the, you know, the weakness or area of improvement. All these are not necessary if you are tripling down into your strengths. And by finding your purpose, you will be the happier persons. And by going on and on, you know, going after or chasing your purpose, you'll be as happy as, you know, I don't want to curse here, but yeah, you'll be very happy, uh, you know, by by chasing your, your purpose. So that's a wrap here. I hope you enjoyed this quick not quick, it's an hour almost, you know, session here. I'm trying to keep it. And as I said, it's a learning for myself. Um, it's the first episode. I don't know how it'd be working out, you know, just be going into the editing now. So I, I had a pleasure. I really enjoyed this time, you know, talking. And uh, let me know what you're thinking about it. If you, you know, extract some value from it, I would be happy, you know, to to get your feedback on that. So if you um, have any concern or, you know, feedback, please let me know in the comments and uh, we'll be jumping on more lives. And as we develop and we, you know, connect with each other through the social media, I'll be happy to go into live sessions and talk and, you know, have this sharing, you know, uh, sessions with you. So. So until then, I mean, take care of yourself and uh, um, we, we're going to go through this. I mean, it's 11 April. It's uh, we will be looking to our past and it will be part of history. And hopefully we can be, you know, alive until then. So, yeah, let's keep positive note. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention and talk to you soon. All right. Peace.